Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. You are watching and listening to The Brett Keen Show. If you go to the front of my YouTube channel, my main page, you will be able to click notify on live shows that I have scheduled right there. And uh, you can come chat with me. I put my link out in the public. And unlike all the atheist podcasts out there, you don't pay a dime or a penny to get in. I'm not materialistic, so I don't require to get paid just so I can chat with people that I love and that I hope that God saves one day. Let's take a listen to this video and make some comments. Before evolution can even start, you have to have that first cell. Nobody has ever made a cell in the laboratory. Nobody's ever even come, come close and nobody even has an idea on how to do it. And every year, that target of making a cell becomes more complex. It is time of the gaps. They will insert time in their gaps and say, time took care of this. This idea that, that well, you had billions of years, that's billions of years of trouble. If you had a protein that, that, that happened to form, that was the right, you only have about 13 days and the thing is gone. Dr. Tour, I'm so excited to have you on today. And what really made me reach out to you was this moment where you said, I will take down all of my content on my YouTube channel if you other scientists writing articles and, and relevant topics can actually answer these questions. And I'm going to give all 10 of you a chance to answer five essential questions that need to be answered for origin of life to be solved. What are these five questions? Well, they're the same five questions that I put up on a recent debate that some YouTubers have said have already been solved. Show me the prebiotic chemistry that would do this coupling. I want to get into that challenge, but I want to back up a little bit first. People who actually value evidence objectively, I don't see how they could look at the work that you're doing and not at least pause and, and, and consider it. If you would, can you tell me essentially what, what, what it is that you're doing? Uh, and what is the research that you're doing around origin of life? Can you just give me like a broad overview of what it is? And, and most importantly, because I know we're going to get into the weeds here. Um, what is what is the significance of this? What are the stakes with, with what you're doing here? What I do is I critique origin of life research, but I make molecules for a living. I'm a trained organic chemist and uh, I've been a professor now for 35 years as a professor. Uh, I make a lot of complex organic molecules, and uh, so I know what molecules do. And, and, and I'm not unique. There's lots of people like me that make molecules. And when you, when you make molecules for a long time, you know what molecules do and what they don't do. And you know what kinds of conditions would allow them to proceed in certain directions. You know what happens to molecules when there's mixtures of them. 
Uh, it's very different than working with pure compounds when you have mixtures. And so we, we work very hard to get them pure. Biology, on the other hand, is very good at dealing with mixtures because it has selective things that can pick out the molecules it wants. So for example, if you take a you know, 10 supplements in the morning with your vitamins and you swallow them all within 10 seconds, your body knows what to do with each of those components and it, it has no problem with it. You do that in chemistry, you mix 10 different compounds together and try to do some chemistry, it's a mess. It's just an utter mess. And so it, it doesn't know how to deal with those. So I, I make molecules for a living. I have a very large research group here at Rice University. This allows me to see and to, to analyze and to critique and, and to understand. And so what we have here, ladies and gentlemen, is a, a professional. How many times have we heard on the internet that atheists claim that all the scientists in the world believe in evolution Heck, there's even a whole bunch of religious people that do as though they can read minds, as though they're omniscient and omnipresent, that they know what everybody's thinking out there. If one does just a little bit of research, you'll see that thousands of scientists are arguing against evolution and the concepts of what other scientists are claiming as having an issue in genetics. And that's how science works, ladies and gentlemen. You come up with a theory or an idea, people are going to argue with you and they're going to debate you and all this. This guy right here, he's one of many scientists, one of many professors who wanted to debate Richard Dawkins, but Richard Dawkins, the atheist, pushed out. And after so many cowardly runaways that Richard Dawkins and many other atheists have done, even atheists are starting to wonder what the hell's going on. Why is our big players, why is our mouthpieces, our, the people that we go to to parrot our memes and make up shit on the fucking fly, why is it that they're not willing to get in the ring with heavy hitters like this? You'll probably notice on the internet that atheists are internet predators. They don't look for people who can answer their questions. They look for people who are uneducated or who they perceive as weak. And that's who they go after. And they do this not because they want to learn anything. They don't do it because they want to get educated. No more than them taking any time whatsoever to actually read science or educate themselves. What they'll do is they'll be like a bully where they claim to know everything. Where they claim to be well read and well understood and well researched. And they'll insult you and they'll mock you. But the truth is none of these people, most of them that I have ran into, they haven't even been to college. They haven't even made it through high school. One of the biggest atheists out there that a lot of atheists like to watch and listen to is Aaron Raw, and he's a nobody. Then there's the amazing atheist, a guy who admits to being a dropout, a flunky, a person who didn't do shit in his life. These are the people that they listen to to get their information. They used to have Christopher Hitchens, but unfortunately, biology didn't work out too good for him. Apparently, he was mixing too many chemicals with the chemistry, if you know what I mean. And then Richard Dawkins, he's a dopey son of a bitch. He runs. He's cowardly. So now they don't have anybody to rely on. They don't have anybody to talk for them. And for the past three years, these have been extremely boring debates and discussions for myself. I get mental stimulation. I want to actually talk to people 
who might, as I perceive, to be more intelligent than myself so I can learn shit. That's what's exciting for me. I like being able to have a debate with someone who can actually cause me to sweat. In all the years that I've been doing this, I haven't ran into any atheists that have done that. Their only argument is your God is mean, therefore it can't be real. Basically, they have the logic and rationality of a fucking toddler. It's terrible. It's horrible. They literally, when talking about genetics or biology, the atheist will sooner or later find himself up against a wall within five minutes in the discussion. And it's always the same response. Well, I'm not a scientist. Why don't you talk to an actual scientist? Then you ask them to, uh, you know, tell you who the fucking scientists are you're supposed to talk to that agrees with their stupidity. And they can't give you none because they don't know any of these. When they tell you that a bunch of scientists agree with their view... Just simply ask them, well, who would that be? Can you even name three? Can you even name three? And they can't because they're making the shit up as they go along. These people are attention seekers. These are people who will lie. By the way, they're one of the only groups of people out there who can actually be an atheist and also a Satanist at the same time, which many of them admit to being. Do you realize that? It would be contradictory to have a Christian who claims to be a Satanist, but an atheist fits perfectly into Satanism. I suppose that's why Aaron Raw joined the club. I suppose that's why many of these atheists on YouTube are saying they're a part of it. But then what do they say? I don't really believe in the devil. I do it for theatrics. I do it for drama. I do it to start trouble, to get attention. Eh, no different than that of a narcissist or a sociopath who has absolutely no feeling or sympathy for any of the people that they're talking to nor their opponents in a debate or discussion. When atheists think of evolution and they think of genetics, they're literally thinking like a fucking kid who's playing a video game like Minecraft. They think it's as simple as just putting one block on another or like Pac-Man of Atari eating little pellets and shit and somehow it changes due to the variables of the fucking pellets. This is how they actually think, ladies and gentlemen. When they hear evolution, all they, they got is, oh, but what about the bones? What about the, you know, the blocks and how they fit in and all this? This isn't going to work, ladies and gentlemen. That's not how science works. There's literally a billion things that are going on in a cell. And a billion things need to happen in order for the damn cell to work. And that's the reason why they keep on making excuses for, you need more time. You need more time. The universe is older. It doesn't matter if you made the universe eternal, ladies and gentlemen. And all the time that we have been around and all the existence of the universe itself, life simply doesn't come from inanimate objects or spontaneous generation. That's been debunked long ago. The only way something can be dead and raise up is that there's a God involved, ladies and gentlemen. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what Christianity offers. Not just for Jesus, but for you. So I would really, really think hard about the decisions that you make in life when it pertains to your soul and your very existence. I'd really, really think hard before watching some obese neck beard on a video tell you some bullshit when you know damn well they never in their life have even smelt the inside of a college or the paint on the walls of it.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a good one. God bless.